Britain is about to witness the birth of robot wars. They're still making final adjustments. Three, two, one. Hello everyone and welcome to Activate the Robot Wars podcast. I am Benji, also the hitman. Something something, circuits and robots. It's Robbie Armlessly. You pronounced it robots. Robots. We did this before, robots. didn't we? Did ribbits. We? Yeah. Ribbits. Oh god, you're right. This I think that's not the first ago. time we've called them ribbits. Robots. Oh dear. Yeah, what's up? Heat C is up. It's not up yet, actually. It's, well, it's no, I mean, start. It's, it's coming up. It's it's nearly up. Yeah, it's, yeah. St- it's starting in about an hour and a half. clock is ticking. Indeed. Which means if you do the math, you can figure out when we're recording this. For recorded <laughs> history's sake. <laughs> Just trying to pinpoint exactly where we'd be and recording what, when. <laughs> you pinpoint where we are while we do it as well. <laughs> that would be pretty creepy. That would be very, very creepy. Halfway point for the series already. Yeah, it's going fast, isn't it? Yeah, once this episode's over, we'll be exactly halfway done. It's just going so quick. I know. It's six episodes is kind is, of not enough. It's the third out of five heats. So after this one, we'll have most of our... Finalists? Well, not really, because we'll get the wild card as well. Oh, yeah. We'll have half the finalists, but most of the finalists that qualify traditionally. Have you seen someone who's likely to be a wild card yet? I know who think? the wild card is. Oh, of course you do. I know exactly who oh, it is. God. So yes, I know who is very Is likely. there any way we can just wipe your memory so you don't know all these things? No, but you can tell me who you think is a likely wild card. Mm. So far. Out of the two episodes we've had. Out of these two episodes, because last year it was, um, it was four, wasn't it? Last it was four. Year. It has, it's one of, it has to be one of the losing finalists. Yeah. So you've only got two options currently. Yeah, this doesn't bode well. A lot of people are saying that um, Cherub's in with a chance. Which, the problem with Cherub being that it got battered, whereas 4 kind of, you know, held its own for the most part. Right till the very end. Yeah. So it's it's actually impossible to decide this early anyway. We'll wait till we get closer to the finals, and then I'll be able to make some guesses, and you can look at me and go, Oh, that's interesting. Interesting choice there, Benji. I won't even comment on that impression of me. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> oh, do we, do we just talk about the bots? Well, let's go to the mailbag to start with. Okay. Oh, we need to, yeah, we'll get everyone's predictions after we've done the bots, shall we? Or should we do predictions now? We'll do predictions after the bots. We'll do predictions after the bots. Brilliant. But yeah, go mailbag. That's something to mailbag. Oh, it's a new one. Yeah. It's oh, very mm, good. Mixing it up. Let's see, let's see. Right, you clearly, Chris, what have you said? Um, techno games. We're talking about techno games, perhaps, coming back. It's uh, been suggested by a couple of people I've seen over the past year or so. Did you ever watch techno games when I it was on before? did not watch techno games. Do you know what it was? No, far away. Think Olympic Games, but robots. So they'd, like, do swimming or racing Non-destructive awesome. sports. Wait, wait, is, are we just talking about trials? <laughs> Think the best of trials. Okay. A decent version of trials. Yeah, where the robots are specifically made for that trial. Oh, that's an excellent idea. When was it on? Similar time to Robot Wars. Late mm. 90s, early 2000s. I think early 2000s, actually, is when it started. 
What was it like? Launched by a different channel in an attempt to rival Robot Wars, or I can't remember. No. I remember. I distinctly remember episodes and watching it. I can't actually remember it's what. It's difficult because you know we were children when Robot Wars was originally on, so it's That's actually true. quite difficult to remember things like channels. Maybe we'll review some techno games at some point. I was in the just going to say maybe once this uh, series is done, we'll just uh, add it to the list. So add it to the list of things we want to review: bots, um, techno games. Maybe we'll have to play that Super Robot Wars game that always appears on our Twitter feed because it's to do with Robot Wars. <laughs> oh my Wars. god, every time, hashtag Robot Wars, I end up with a bunch of that anime or whatever it is. It's, there's a game there's a game based on it. Oh god, wow. I don't know if I'm, I might be anime connected. That would make sense. Yeah. No idea what it's about. But yeah, I think that'd be interesting to see yeah. robots not made for the purpose of killing each other. That's a really good idea. This, this should be fun. Cool. Maybe, yeah, maybe one day it'll come back. It'll be... Interesting to see something like it come back, even if Techno Games itself doesn't. Let's have a look in the old Twitter as well. At KayleeJ42 um, says she can't wait to hear our review of Hypnodisc's debut. We're quite close to that. That'll be in Series 3 of the original one. We're partway through Series 2 of the original. But how many episodes were in Series 2? A lot more than Series 1. Yeah, we've got a little bit to go, but we are nearly there. We are nearly there. We'll see the first major spinner in Robot Wars history. So that is groundbreaking stuff. For the televised stuff at the time, yeah, definitely groundbreaking. And robot-breaking as well, <laughs> to say the least. There was a lot of discussion, surprisingly, about the arena blind spot, actually. Well, because it was so unfair. It, is- it, it stopped making the fight be about the technique and skill, and just made it about how far you can lean over to see what you're doing. Positioning of the roboteers as opposed to hmm. the robot. Not really that fair. And I saw more comments about that directed at us than about the whole behemoth situation, Mm. about um, judges' decisions, even though those things were talked about more overall. When it came to stuff directed at um, us specifically, the blind spot stuff was actually quite a big thing. So whilst the mainstream media just wanted to talk about the walk-off, but, you know, all the Robot Wars, you know, not proper fans, but actual fans... Just want to talk about the blind spot situation. It's a good point, because this is something that could affect a lot of things in the future if it doesn't get rectified. They'll have to redesign the uh, the Roboteer boxes, won't they, really? A little bit. Even if they just protrude a little bit extra, have yeah. a bit of a side window panel so you can yeah. definitely see everything. Or a curved window, I suppose. Yeah. It must be doable. Of course it's doable. Other, there are plenty of other robot competitions and oh, competitions yeah. that involve you looking into something where you can see the whole arena. I mean, could they be given an uh, like aerial uh, view from a you know via a monitor? Or oh, something? just have a monitor. So they in can there. just whenever they need to, they can just look at the monitor instead and have like just a bird's eye view of the entire playing field. I don't see why not. That's yeah. actually that's an interesting and easily implemented idea. Just have a bird's eye view, a little monitor in there, and it'll show you everything. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, should we move on to the bots? Let's talk about. The bots that will be coming up in this episode of Robot Wars. So for describing the bots, I have gone for literal dictionary definition this week. That's a really good point because a lot of these are just actual words. They are actual words, or at least relatable to actual words, except for one. That's really cool, actually. Okay, let's do this then. Chimera Team. A fire-breathing female monster with a lion's head, a goat's body, and a serpent's tail. I didn't know it was female. It's female. But the lion's head is always depicted with the mane. 
I know. At least from what but, drawings I've seen. But specifically in literature, it's a female. Oh. I know. From concussion. A temporary unconsciousness or confusion and other symptoms caused by blow on the head. <laughs> when you yeah. say blow on the head, I'm actually... <laughs> Ow! <laughs> from Essex expulsion. The action of forcing someone to leave an organisation... There was a better description that I probably should have used, which involved actually physically ejecting someone from a location. From Staffordshire, Foxic. Did you mean toxic definition? From Leicestershire, heavy metal. A metal of relatively high density or of a high relative atomic weight. From Worcestershire, MR speed squared. Mass times radius squared equals speed, or S equal MR squared. From Bedfordshire, Toron. One of the 12 colonies in the Battlestar Galactica science fiction franchise. From Northampton, Thor. A hammer-wielding god associated with thunder, lightning, Ooh. storms, oak trees, strength, the protection of mankind, and also hallowing and fertility. Yeah, I like I like the bits in the Thor movies that focus on oak trees and fertility. <laughs> They're my favourite bits. Tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's actually talk about the bots themselves. Yes. Chimera 2, returning. Now, weaponry. Let's talk about that. Yeah, we've got the great big Hardox claw on the back. Okay. Idea is we go and ram them. That thing's going to come over with some force and hopefully go through it. Is there anything that may go against you? Just being untested in battle, I think that's the, the biggest thing. This year it's our own custom-made two-stage drive system, which in a battle is a bit untested. Good luck. Give it up for Chimera, you especially. Yay! I like the signage. I've seen this spelt two ways, Chimera Space 2 and mm -hmm. Chimera 2, with the two being part of the word. That is a very pedantic thing going on I just there. don't know what it is now. What's its name? Chimera, Chimera 2 or Chimera 2. two. Mm. This is big. This is a big deal. That is a big deal. Big deal. If this was copywriting. I'm just saying. I did see legal saying. legal ramifications. <laughs> I mean, <yeah. laughs> totally um. new machine. Still a flak bot with a similar-ish sort of um aesthetic design, mm -hmm. black and blue flame kind of thing going on. With mm -hmm. A little chimera on the top. You see that little yeah, it looks chimera good. Paint on top. It it's looks really cool. Yeah. yeah, completely changed though. No longer do we have. Essentially, two giant puffy tire wheels. We've got two HDPE wheels, the same as what Gabriel used. Wow. So now they saw their weakness, which was they got their wheels absolutely shot oh, off. Of Mr. Them. Speed Squared shredded them. That shouldn't be an issue now. Or, well, in theory, it shouldn't, because now they've got much, much tougher wheels. I'd say the only thing to be concerned about is if the wheels just come off as opposed to the wheels themselves being damaged. If you yeah. get what I mean. Yeah, absolutely. So instead of just shredding them, maybe just the impact removing a wheel. Yep, that would be... could end up far worse for the bot itself. Yeah, it you could be... Replace a rubber tyre, but actually, like, bending, bending and denting the robot. It looks a lot more refined than the original. It looks like a more professional and competitively built robot. It has an interchangeable thwackbot weapon. So you've got an axe, which looks like an axe, and a claw, which looks like an axe, with mm. three prongs. Wow. So one, I guess one's more made for the impact, one's more made for the getting caught in it and grabbing it. You three pongs like, like a trident or... Imagine an axe head, mm -hmm. just three 
slotted ne- next to oh, each other. Oh, excellent. That's kind of what it looks like. More like farming equipment. Yes. Got Very it. good. More <laughs> like farming equipment. So it has the axe head and some farming equipment as the weapons. So it's wider, heavier, faster. Heavy is a big point. It's much nearer to the weight limit now. It's now 108 kilograms, whereas before it was significantly lighter than the competition. That makes a big difference. That's that's armor. That's power in terms of weapons. That's power in terms of the parts you're using. Weight is the big thing, really, when it comes to being competitive. It's sturdier, and it has a uh, independent front wedge. Imagine a thwackbot. Mm-hmm. The wedge will stay on the floor, if you get what I mean. Mm. So the thwackbot will thwack around doing its own yeah. thing. The wedge won't fling a flail around with it, though. Pretty clever, though, having a little wedge there. Again, it will de- it could deflect spinners, being that yeah. shape. Even if it doesn't fully deflect them, having the wedge take the damage is going to be much better off than the wheels taking the damage. So it's, it's pretty good. It, it, it could act as a, a scoop and a shield, essentially, that wedge. It's not the first time we've seen this design. The base design is uh, was used by Toe Crusher in BattleBots, who That's had true. a lot of success early on as well. Yeah. I've seen pictures of Toe Crusher. We've not seen much BattleBots in general, but I have seen pictures of Toe Crusher, and yeah, yeah. This, is a, this is a similar design. So it's tried and tested. It's a dependable design. Loads of improvements. Team have got some experience under the belt now. The best kind of experience, having the crap kicked out of you. Oh, yeah. At the end of the day. <laughs> oh, and of course, wedge plus the body plus the weapon. It's a chimera. Oh, because there's three different... Oh, nice. That's cool. Because the body's a little more defined now, whereas most Thwackbots, the body's less defined. It's more just about the weapon. It's just wheels and a weapon, isn't it? Yeah, for you, most part. Yeah, yeah. So what do you predict for Chimera 2? I like it a lot. And the improvements they've made kind of cover all bases, more or less. The problem with Thwackbots is it's very difficult to get some... You can get some great offense off, but it's very difficult to do with a Thwackbot. It takes a lot of skill. But, yeah, I think these guys, I think they're onto something here. Let's move on to Concussion. A concussion is in your first appearance here. What does it do? It spins the uh, front drum at about 6,000 RPM. Yep. Should uh, give him a nasty lick and hit him out the arena, hopefully. Are you confident, by the way? Your first time here. Yeah, I mean, we've never done any fight anywhere, so complete rookies, but... So this is the first ever fight? Ever. Apart from a big piece of oak, but yeah. Yeah, okay, you all took out a tree. Congratulations, yeah. <laughs> very good. The best of luck, ladies and gentlemen. Concussion! Now, Concussion Spinning Drum, as you're probably already aware, uh, by Simon Scott of Razor. Yes. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Very good thing to have <laughs> a very experienced roboteer helping out your team with the build of your robot. Orange and black, nice colour scheme. It's not one you see often in the robot war, so it's quite distinct. A good choice colour scheme. We're always referencing colour schemes, really, aren't we? Hey, it's what it's how it looks on the TV. <laughs> and that's still an important part of Robot Wars. It it's is part a TV of it. show. Yeah, yeah. The aesthetic is part of it. Brand new to Robot Wars competition, to robot competition in general. Mm. This is completely new. The team are just four fans that are giving it a go. The robot is not one they've bought. They've built it themselves. Wow. It's totally new in every way. Most other robots, either it's a new robot, but the roboteers have experience, Mm -hmm. or maybe the roboteers don't have much experience, but they have bought the robot from another team or it's been given to them. Nope. 100% completely new robot. And the first thing they go with is a drum spinner. (laughs) It's awesome. It's risky, but if it pays off, it could really pay off. The areas where they're going to struggle is there's some exposure on the wheels. Their armour is varied, so they have a polycarbonate top, 
Hardox along the front and sides, aluminium for the base plate. The hardox on the sides around the wheels is thinner, so the wheels are a vulnerable part, but at least they are somewhat protected. They have a plate over them of hardox, thinner hardox, but hardox nonetheless. So they can take a couple of impacts where the wheels are before things will get really bad, mm. but this is a heat with, say, thawing, where they can just go yeah. to the top and hit the wheels. <laughs> Absolutely. 18 miles per hour, though, so it will be nipping about fairly brisk pace there. Good speed for something with a big old drum spinning on yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. Well thought out, well made for a first robot. You couldn't ask for mm. something better made than this, and, and as well thought out. Even the armour is, is angled and stuff a bit as well. They thought about the sort of robots they're going to be facing. Um, it has multiple circuits, so the drive and weapon are separate systems, which is pretty nifty. One goes out. You've got the other still. Excellent. Pretty cool stuff. What do you predict? Yeah, I like it. I mean, invertible's an important characteristic right now. An invertible drum spinner. It's pretty similar to this year's design of Sabretooth in terms of the shape. Yeah, I think this was in with a chance. Definitely. The link in it is 3D printed to make it perfectly so fit so it doesn't fall out. It's not just going to drop out randomly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty clever way That's of doing it. It's a really that. good idea. And I think maybe all roboteers should consider it. By a long shot. New kids on the block. Really cool looking machine. Mm -hmm. Drum spinner on the front. Decently armoured around. Pretty much made with the drum in mind. What do you predict? It's going to go far. Mm. Drum spinners, it's difficult. If the drum stops working, that's kind of all it's got. I suppose so, I mean, if it's got decent pushing power, it's in with a chance. But there's so many different weapons flying about right now. But as long as they have the chance to... Rev up the drum. One clean shot. That could be it. It could have one punch knockout power here. Could do. In with a chance. Every time I say in with a chance, I'm looking at you and I'm just trying to gauge whether it's like, <laughs> oh, he thinks he's in with a chance, does he? <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> Let's talk about expulsion. This is a project you've done for school, isn't it? Yeah, so it's an engineering project. We wanted to test our skills and see what we could create. It does a thing that other robots aren't doing. Uh, yes, so before we get up to speed, our blades are contracting. Then we get up to about 400 RPM, the blades come out. Show me the way in which the blades contract. Look at this beautiful model. Look at that. That is fearsome. Although obviously it'll go the other way because otherwise we things will slide off. Do you have on the smooth part? Is that going to do anything? Is so we've got teeth on our actual metal weapons. Right. So they'll slice and hopefully like grind at the other robots. Okay, Or fine. we can stab them with the point. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for expulsion. 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 Entered by Brentwood School. Yeah. Students. A student. A student, student bar. bar. Yeah. Which means a lot of ideas but definitely an interesting design, I think is the best way to put it. They said that they based it on when they were hungry and they got bagels. So the bot looks like a bagel. Does it, it though? It doesn't really look like a bagel. More what? like a sandwich. Yes, much more like a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a big, long, square bagel with no hole in the middle. I'm pretty sure that's just yeah. bread. Mind you, I've never had a bagel <laughs> with a flywheel in it. But <laughs> that's the point. Yeah. We're splitting hairs. <laughs> uh, yeah, a spinner, but has teeth that come out as it starts to pick up speed. Let's let's talk about the sandwich aspect of it. Okay. This is getting confusing okay. already. You've got the machine. Encased in the machine mm -hmm. is the spinning disc. Encased in the spinning disc are blades. As the spinning disc revs up, the blades come out. A big point of it being... It can't be interrupted while it revs up to full speed because you can't hit it so easily. Ah, I see. So essentially, the weapon comes out 
when it's ready to hit. So the only hit you're going to take from that weapon will be the knockout punch hit. Everything before yeah. that will be just hidden and That's building up what speed. It's made to do so it shouldn't have the problem pp3d had last week where one's robots caught onto the fact that you could just keep getting hit by it when it's revving up take a little bit of damage but the the disc never comes up to speed yeah that shouldn't work here it should only ever hit at full pelt only five miles per hour though it's extremely slow when you've got a weapon like that the whole point is to aim and yeah Aim, aim the and weapon. charge. Yeah. Aim and charge. Yeah. They can't really aim and charge. They can aim and briskly walk. But they're going to have to really wait until the other robot comes to them. And this is where their shape comes into play. If they were, say, a full body spinner, or most of the robot was weapon, like the outside surface area, then maybe. But most of this robot isn't where the weapon is. The sides and the back. The sides are long. It's a long robot. Mm-hmm. Long flat one. Somewhat flat anyway. And the back, they're all just vulnerable. There's, there's no defense on them, really. Their armor is only three millimeters of steel with lots of holes in it. The holes there to save on weight. Yeah. It's not yeah, as armored that. as they originally intended. I'm thinking they don't want to pick a fight with, say, four. They don't want to pick a fight, really, with anything that's faster than them, which is the problem because they're pretty slow. It is a robot that was built fairly quickly for just a thousand pounds. So it was a, it's a budget bot. Yeah. With a big idea behind it with the weapon. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. It's cool seeing something from the, from the schools. They've tried something different. They've tried something completely new, a bit untested, really. Interesting ideas, but they've already had to learn their lesson by the fact that they've had to take away armor because it was too heavy to yeah. start with. Yeah. So they aren't packing much armor. They aren't packing much speed, but they have got this unique weapon that may take everyone by surprise. It's all relying on the weapon. Mm-hmm. It is a weapon bot, which you could say about a, a lot of robots, to be fair. But this one, more so. What are your predictions for expulsion? It's got a lot of drawbacks, but that weapon just has me really intrigued. You want to see how it Firstly, works. I want to see how it works. And then I want to see it actually hit something. Actually start gnawing into something. That'll be interesting. I mean, really, if we've never seen a weapon like this before, no one's going to be thinking of it. No one's going to be thinking of ways to avoid it. Really, if it gets a bot just right in front of it, could take it by surprise, Hmm. knock it out. The only drawback is it's not going to be able to go to the other bots. And the other bots are going to be able to shoot right behind it very quickly. And if it's facing something that can just scoop it up and flip it out, it's not going to take too much damage because it's got the less, you know, the reduced armor and all this stuff. So it's it's a risky bet. Another point with the, the flipping as well. They are vulnerable to being flipped on their side. They yeah, because they've got a perfectly flat yeah. side. So if you flip them just right, they would just be left standing. Like when you balance a penny on its side right, yep. and it would just sit there. That's a good point. So it could literally go either way. It'll either be that weapon's awesome and they completely lay waste their opponent or their opponent's just going to nip around the back of them and torch them. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. All right, now we get to talk about Foxic. The fox is a little fiercer this time. It is, well... A lot of people have these bits underneath the robot that's kind of hang down. So I'm hoping I can get underneath somebody, hook onto them, drag them around the arena, open the pit, drag them into the house robot, set them on fire. Right, that sounds like kind of dirty tactics. Well, this is war. This is war. Give it up, please, for Foxic. Good luck, Foxic, new and improved, looking to do a lot better than last season where they seriously struggled to move properly on the arena floor. Yeah. That is 
completely fixed now. Still keeping with the general Foxic design, as we mentioned last series. It's Sonic the Hedgehog plus a fox equals Foxic. Well, it yeah. is very fast. Okay, so new updates to Foxic. The lifting arm is the fox's head. It's pretty cool. But now it has very little ground resistance, so it's going to really be able to get underneath things before sending them up into the air, or at least making it awkward for them to move. It says it's a flipper. It's a lifter more than it is a flipper. Yeah, yeah. Even then, I'd say it has more in common with a push bot than anything else. It's small and compact. It still has weight behind it, and it's fast. It will just go nuts and hopefully lift and topple things as it pushes into them. I say it's more of a control bot than it is anything else. It's all going to be based around the driving. And like you say, with the arena floor being kind of a bit slippery, a bit difficult, it's going to put a bit of a challenge on them. But they do have buckets of experience. Is it this time, though? We haven't seen a single instance of slippery floor this season so far. We're going to have it's to... It's not even commented on. No one... No, there was nothing going on. There was no one having trouble. the floor material or something? Or just put some salt out on it? <laughs> I, I think it's honestly just the robots got used to it and they made sure they had the right traction. Oh, maybe, yeah. Simple as that. Team Danby, return of Craig. Yep, Craig Danby being the only member of team danby this time around his brother now is on another team Mm. i think next episode so we'll be seeing the other danby now it's just just one man team craig danby mr danby Mm -hmm. we've got two one man teams this episode that's weird isn't it yeah strange yeah you'd think it'd take more than one person to build a bot but here we are mind you did he build it from scratch himself or did he have help from his brother originally i don't know but i'm guessing if you have the time and the equipment and the parts i'm sure you can if you know what you're doing then and you just work on it continuously as a project you're not just making it for the sake of being on Robot Wars alone. Exactly. You're making it for all sorts of live competition or just for the hobby of having it. Then, yeah, it, it, of course you can make one alone. And Team Danby have previous entries in the Antweight and Featherweight divisions. Last year wasn't their first rodeo either. They've been around the block now. It has two um, interchangeable foxes' heads, two scoops. One of them's thicker. To deal with spinners? A, a spinner base. Yeah. Again, mm-hmm. we're seeing that a lot now. Interchangeable parts specially made to deal people with people accommodating spinners, spinners. Yep. yeah technically the first u.s bot to be in main robot Wars i read that based in america foxic is based in america yeah craig danby and foxic are based in north carolina ah right that makes more sense i was thinking he just left it there in a garage and then came <laughs> back to the uk <laughs> popped out every now and again <laughs> uh, that's I'm not going to like go into it, but Foxic is honoured with the award of most boring match ever. Yep, along against with Mr. Enough- Speed Squared, yep. which is another contender tonight. So, could we be in for a repeat? The, are you Fingers crossed. Almost, are you almost looking forward to the possibility of a boring match? Yes, <laughs> just so, to see what happens to Twitter afterwards. So, really, what you're saying is, no matter what happens to Foxic. You'll probably be happy. Either it does something boring and underperforms, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. that's exactly what yeah. that'd be great, or it does really, really well and starts to do some crazy stuff, and you'll love it. Exactly. Great. It's going to be awesome. I think because he was playing it so safe last year, I think he's going to go extra aggressive this year for make up, to make up for it. But on the other hand, he seems like the kind of guy who's not going to take anyone else's you know, criticism or advice too much on board, and he's really just going to do what he feels is right for the bot. So if he comes up against a spinner and he thinks, this is going to wreck me, just run away from him for three minutes solid. Like Sonic the Hedgehog. Exactly. All going to da- be down to control in that arena. Surely a, a good Sonic the Hedgehog 
like clone robot mm-hmm. would be a spinner because he's spinning. yeah because when he revs up on the spot when you hold down and <laughs> down and jump yeah <laughs> I suppose spotting is close we're gonna get it's fast it's got you know it's it's an animal it's it, a fox it's not Sonic it's Foxic it's Foxic okay let's talk about heavy metal. What we've got with the armor? The armor is it's called Rayek steel. It's not very thick, but we just take chances. Usually alarm bells when there's exposed tires, but there's no rubber as such on these tires. No, um, they, they should provide plenty of grip. Yeah. They're, um, they're replaceable as well. Do you have spares of these? No. No. <laughs> Heavy metal. Heavy metal, Team 13. Team 13 entered with pre- bots previously. It was 13 Black and Limpet? Limpet. We'll see Limpet in the original series two that we are part way through reviewing at mm. the moment. So we will see Limpet shortly-ish. Excellent. Heavy metal, first of its kind bot. Multiple weapons. Very odd. So we've got a pink and blue wedge with large wheels on the side that are made of metal. They're exposed, but they are sturdy because they are metal wheels. And then it has right in the center on the back of it, a large rotating weapon. Like a drill? It's very hard to describe it. <laughs> there are many different uses for this weapon. It is not a super fast weapon by any means. Rotating rather than spinning is the better way of describing it. Mm. There are many different heads, I guess it could have, functions this weapon could have. Rather than list all of the ones it could possibly have, do you have all the list of the supposed possible weapons? I was going to write it down and then I thought, nah, Rob will get it. You'll see the ones that are used on the actual show. I'm sure one of them's a drill. There are a lot of different options for this. Hasn't it got a flipper as well? There are a lot of different (laughs) options for this. This is a theoretically very interesting and unique design. It all depends on performance, really. Yeah. I mean, you say those tyres are... They are armoured tyres, but they are exposed. Could anyone get through that and maybe take a tyre out? Or are they just... tyres. Wheels. Metal wheels. Are they really metal wheels? They are metal wheels oh, with man. little these little things stuck to the top for traction. Little sort of rubber like things. They went everywhere. These little rubber things. And I'm not saying they're being, they get destroyed or not. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that these things fall off quite easily because they just sort of stuck on. They're a common um, piece of robot given out at the show because <laughs> these, these little things that just yeah. stick to, to uh. the um, to the robots for traction. See, I saw them and I thought that that was just armoured tyre. In retrospect, doesn't make much sense. But but yeah, I can see what you mean. I'm not very good pictures on the website, but yeah, okay. Got it. Up to date now. Big metal wheels with little things that go everywhere that use for tractions. Traction. Tractions. Transactions. Transactions. Used for transactions. Transactions, some traction. Yeah. So would they be able to eat a spinner attack and keep going? The wheels themselves? Mm-hmm. Better than a tyre would. Dad, damn right, that's, yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, rubber's not really got much, has it? I suppose you could say, being metal, they might be prone to, say, warping out of shape a bit. Yeah. Making them a bit awkward. But if they can stay head-on to a spinner, it's a slope, it's a it's a wedge, so that's not going to be too big of a deal for them. That's true. What's your prediction for heavy metal? Hmm. Kind of impossible to predict. It's either going to go really well or not at all. Similar to Expulsion, isn't it? It's a exactly. new idea that's being yeah. presented. Invertible, multiple weapons, so you can't really just focus on one thing. Those wheels sound pretty good. Yeah. Depends on performance Ex- again. Well, experienced crew as well. You throw all that in the mix. On paper, it's got loads going for it. 
but on paper, everything has loads going for it, purely by the fact that they're entering Robot Wars and you can see all the good points. Yeah, this is true. It looks great. Great idea. It, yeah, I mean, it's good to be taken us by surprise. Could do. Yeah. Could do. All right, let's talk about Mr. Speed Squared. What's this, by the way, about you would propose to your long-term girlfriend oh, if right. you don't win yeah, Robot Wars? If we don't Wars. win Robot Wars, yeah, I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to have to marry her, actually, Ellie. Okay, yeah, but what happens if you do win Robot Wars? Why would oh, you not celebrate? I'm off the hook. What? That's why I've been working so hard on it. <laughs> Is she here? Uh, she'll be in the audience, yes. Okay, grand. So she'll be cheering against you Absolutely, in hope yes, you so finally so. Yeah, commit finally, Yes, which yeah. I should do, because she's a great girl. Turning from last year, did okay-ish kind of got battered around a little bit didn't yeah. really show off its potential it is a full body spinner and it does just look like the weapon of a robot on its own yeah it looks like it's been disconnected from a bigger bot and it's just rolling around at its own accord it's not their first bot either previously they had trouble and strife and Revenge of Trouble and Strife. Mm-hmm. So this is an experienced team. Dr. Forcey is back, cardiologist. They really played up to that in the last series, didn't they? They did, Especially yeah, in actually. the promo for the bot. Yeah. yeah, they really did. Which was cool. Killed Chimera? 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 Chimera. Destroyed it in the last series. Absolutely. But then kind of didn't really get a chance after that. No, no. If, if I remember rightly, did Thor take them out? Yeah, I think... Whilst it's really dangerous, if it takes a knock, the whole thing kind of falls apart, to my memory. Like a chain will quite easily come loose and then that'll be the end of it or something. They have changed quite a lot of the robot, especially to do with the weapon as well. Mm -hmm. It's still a 35 kilogram, 900 RPM giant disc. Uh, There is a lot of potential to damage yourself when you are covered in a giant disc. (laughs) (laughs) As opposed to just having it next to you. Full body spinners, they've pretty much been around forever. They are a long, long-standing type of robot. Uh, if you watch old Robot Wars from like 95, 96, there are full-body spinners, albeit nowhere near the strength of spinners today. They they existed all the way back then. So potentially could damage itself. But generally speaking, reliability and armor have been increased with Mr. Speed Squared this time around. How do you think it's going to do this time around, though? You know what I want? What? I want Mr. Speed Squared to have a one-on-one versus Foxic and upset the entire Twitter. Oh. It's strange, though, because you think about it. So I think Thor, Foxic, and Mr. Speed Squared all shared an episode last year. And they're all back. In the, yeah, in the same episode. Very it's strange. weird. Oh, and Chimera as well. Really? Was Chimera in that one as well? Well, if you think, Mr. Speed Squared tore Chimera a new one, didn't it? Well, it was definitely Mr. Squeed, Speed Squared. Mr. Squeeb Squared. Mr. Squeeb Squared. Let me have a check. I might be talking about a different bot. Check the history books. I've got down, killed Chimera in previous series, but prove me wrong slash right. I think we need to have a theme tune for whenever we Google something. <laughs> the Google theme. <laughs> They're heading to Google. Mm. Yeah. Chimera. Foxic. Yeah. Thor. Four different machines that are all sharing the same episode again this, this time round. So you, half of them. Do you think it's done on purpose? I mean, we're going to see, essentially, some grudge matches here. Almost certainly we'll see rematches. That's pretty cool in my books. Yeah, it's been on on purpose. It clearly has, surely. Maybe. Four bots. Four bots sharing the same episode again. So I'm not going to ask you how you think Mr. Speed Squared will do, because you already know. I do know. So I will say that 
they performed very well and if they've made improvements over what happened last year or from what happened last year they'll do really well and i really hope they get a one-on-one with foxic again and i hope like instead of being really boring they actually like completely tear each other apart or something and it's like the complete opposite and like Noel shark is like Oh my god, <laughs> that would be cool. <laughs> no shock, he leaves because he knows he'll never see a better match. <laughs> never leave a better match. <laughs> That's it. He's like, I'm done. There's no point in me ever coming back. <laughs> the camera pans round, and there's just no. There's just an empty chair where he should be, <laughs> and like just like some notes, but with just tear stains on it <laughs> of joy. Oh my god. Yeah. Moving on, we've now got a new bot. Toron. Have you tried a smaller weight classes? Um, have you have you attempted a thing? No. You just come straight in no, at this level. Not. Yeah. Ever built a robot before? Start in the deep end. There you go. And your day job, you test video games. I do. Yeah. I do so you presumably your thumb control would be pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a bit of a gamer, so I've certainly got a lot of experience like controlling sticks with our thumbs. And yeah, we'll, we will see what happens. We're we're just going to see. Vertical bar spinner. Vertical spinner's doing pretty damn well these days. A vertical bar. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Look, it looks very intimidating. Lots it's a of damage. Big bot. The great thing about this bot is it's invertible, and the spinner can change a uh, direction of rotation. So if they end up upside down, they can literally just start spinning the other way. So whereas in the other episode, I can't remember which bot it was, but the drum was put in wrong, and it was spinning the wrong way. So like that was the episode where jellyfish yeah, could get underneath it. Saber tooth. Yeah, not going to happen to Torum. Definitely not. <laughs> um, even better, like you said, when they invert. If you notice, the weapon is sort of sitting upright on it. Mm. It will pivot to the right position if it goes upside down. So it will look exactly the same upside down. <laughs> That's awesome. So really, really well made. There, a lot of thought put into it. It means the vertical bar spinner shouldn't smash the ground as much as what another one would either. It's a 13 kilogram weapon, not as heavy as others, but 3,000 RPM. You know what? Maybe it's a better thing to make your weapon a bit lighter so it can do... Lots of medium to large amounts of damage as opposed to one big hit and then kill every, kill your robot. You know, it's not taking up 30, 40% of the robot's weight. Mm-hmm. So it can be more armored and just more put together without it being exposed. It's a very box shaped robot other than the weapon itself, but it looks like a really solid box. It is untestable outside of battle though because, because of the potential danger. So this is not a robot that has been tested really. Yeah, typical of spinners, yeah. typical of new spinners exactly. being untested because they haven't had a battle yet. It's just too dangerous. Not everybody has a bulletproof glass panelled room yeah. that they can chuck it into and have it shred things. I don't know. This is a really good design, though. Invertible bar spinner. Oh, and Tor- Toron Taurus plus Automatron equals Toron. Robot Bull, I think, is the idea. Robo Bull. Robo Bull. better name. Yeah. Robull. See? Just throwing it out there. That'd be awesome too. Really nice spot. Really good design. Prediction. Well, dangerous. Dangerous as hell. I don't know. Like you say, it's not tested. Don't know how good that bar spinner is going to be. Again, on paper, awesome bot, but impossible to predict. Well, here's a bot that on paper is an awesome bot and we know it is. It's Thor. It's Thor. Your axe looks bigger. Uh, Well, the axe is the same size, but the machine itself is smaller. So. Okay, and what about tactically? What's the plan? I'm just going to wait for a minute. Okay. And let them all do their thing, and then I'm just going to go and pick on one that's not expecting it. Are the hazards part of your plan, or are you just going to go straight in it? I like the idea of the rogue robot. I really yeah. do. I think that's great, and I'm, yeah, 
I think I might press that button and see what we get. Okay, please give it up for Thor. <laughs> last but definitely not least, one of our favourites from last year. One of the top performers came fourth in the end. And it was nice to see him at the Christmas special as well. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. He was, yeah. He was one, oh, I totally forgot about that, to be honest. You forgot about the Christmas special. Thor is 20% smaller, but it's still the same weight, near enough. Because it's got that big wedge on the front to eat spinner shots. The armour is thicker, heavier. That's where the weight is now. So while it's smaller, it's better armoured. The weapon itself, pretty much the same. It doesn't need much changing. It just looks cooler now. He's just kind of shaped it more. Last time it just looked like it was being hit with like, I don't know, it was just a rounded bar, wasn't it? But now it's an actual axe. It is an axe axe. It has a lot of power behind the axe, just like last season. The flatter scoop on the front panel, like you just mentioned, it should be able to get under. It should be able to deflect spinners a lot better. I mean, it got annihilated by carbide last year. Yeah. It should fare better in a fight against spinners because it's better armoured. It's a smaller target. It's more compact. It's improved upon Thor, and Thor was a pretty damn good robot to begin with. The weakness was the armour. The armour's been improved. But it was so resilient, even with that issue. Mm -hmm. It just kept going. I mean, remember the zombie Thor from last year? Patchwork Thor. Yeah, just thrown together, stitched together. In theory, that shouldn't need to happen again. And you think how resilient it was with weaker armour, think how resilient it will be with stronger armour. It's going to be so good. The damage this axe caused was perhaps the most we've seen from an axe consistently in Robot Wars history. Axes have done damage, but outside of Shunt's new axe, being that it's yeah. bit, being that it's, <laughs> oh, you know, he's allowed to yeah. be huge now, he doesn't have any build rules. Mm. Thor's axe is scary. It's a scary axe. And that's the thing. Most people are scared of the spinners mm. these days. Thor's axe is scary. It's just going to puncture holes, I'm assuming, especially on the flatter bots. And there are some flatter bots on the lineup tonight. Flat tops, yeah. Exactly. They're just going to be big targets for four. And like I said, his weakness was spinners and especially carbide ate him alive. But now he's got that big wedge on the front, ready to eat shots. Axe is still performing as well as ever. This could be a super four. Way improved. Predictions the Thor this time round. Yep. Thor's going to do it. You think Thor's going to do it? In fact, we may as well just jump to my predictions in general. I've been having to think about this because I was going to go left field again like I did last time, but Thor's design is so good. So I think I'm going to say Thor's going to go to the finals and he's going to be against... mm, Concussion. Thor versus Concussion and I think Thor's going to take the win. That's really convenient because that's the exact same as what Ukulele Chris said. What? (laughs) Great minds. (laughs) So we're going with Thor for the win. Yeah. That's the prediction versus Concussion making it to the episode final. Yep. But uh, losing out. Oh, there's no challenge now. So I'm going to have to change. I'm going to stick with Thor going through. Yep. But just because I want there to be some challenge between me and Ukulele, I think I'm going to... Switch concussion for. Hmm, I'm gonna switch concussion for Torom. Tor, that's an interesting. Okay, choice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. There'll be a very different robots facing each other there. That'd be pretty oh, cool. Exactly. So four versus Toron, but four's still taking the win for me. Okie dokie. Cool. Okay. We got some other predictions, didn't we, from people? I think some other predictions did come in. Let's have a look. Let's have a look at them. Let's see. Let's see what the world thinks will happen this episode. Okay, so 
Daft Penguin at Rob Nodi says that Expulsion to take it versus Chimera 2. What do you reckon? A very interesting choice. Yeah, it's a very pretty solid choice. choice. You say, when you say, what do I reckon? What are you, I know, what I look, are you looking I look, for? I look for the reaction. I look for like a just a, a hint. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's a serious poker face going on right now. <laughs> Let's see what else we got. Simon Griffiths at Simon T. Griff says that he's going for Foxic to beat Concussion. Mm. Yeah. So we've got a Foxic pick. Foxic is a very solid robot that always had that potential. Mm. So hopefully it'll, uh, it'll do it this time round. Yeah. A lot of good um, predictions for Concussion as well. They're one of your first choices before you change. Oh, yeah. Ukulele and um, one you just mentioned as well. It seems like quite a balanced set of predictions to this time round, actually. See, I, last time I was just like, caution to the wind and just went for a randomer and then it was quite interesting that um cherub got so far (laughs) when i was kind of like trying to go out left field so it was quite interesting but yeah we're all playing it safe and it'll be interesting to see who comes out on top very interesting to see whilst i'm in the twitters a quick shout out to chris rowe who voted for us at brit pod awards never knew that existed we got a vote though we got a Whee! vote. Thank you, Chris Rowe. Yeah, you are the man. It's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So I think we're all wrapped up now. We've got our predictions in place. It's time to watch the episode. All right. Let's do this. Three, two, one. And we're back. What an interesting episode. That was a really good episode. A, that was an episode full of c- close matches, wasn't it? Yeah. Long close matches. Proper, like, brawls, as opposed to, like, the one-punch knockouts Epic. I was expecting. Yeah, was, yeah, definitely. There wasn't a really super dominant machine this time around. No, there wasn't. It literally, the whole way through could have gone either way. Let's get into it. Yes, so we get our intro package for the episode pretty bog standard stuff we've seen it past two weeks now we know exactly what they're talking about did you catch angela name dropping jellyfish yeah there that was quite nice pretty cool that was cool jellyfish deserve it as far as i'm concerned i think she's got a soft spot for that bot who should like Uh, no one yeah should not have a soft spot for that bot for the old jfish big old jf yep so what about 30 seconds in and we already get our first match announced. They don't yeah. waste any time. No, no, What's they've, the point? Well, they've got so much to fit in in this episode. I thought that's a good point. Long matches as yeah. well. They really do have a lot to fit in. Definitely. Our first four-way battle for Toron, Chimera 2 and Concussion featuring Shunt. I'm going to say another quote from Angela and just leave it out there. Your axe looks bigger. Yeah, that was like, what, the first thing she said? Yeah, first thing she said when she saw Jason. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man, how nice does four look now? Really sleek, isn't it? Shiny looking, really good. Looks like it's just made perfectly ready for the for the battles. Definitely. And it does such a great job tonight as well of actually keeping together and being resilient. It's what four does. Yeah. So let's talk about... Four versus Toro versus Chimera 2 versus Concussion with Shunt. 
this match starts off pretty quickly, really. Concussion hits Toron within five to ten seconds of the match. Yeah. And that's Toron dead immediately. Yep. Real shame. Yep. Concussion have a very strong spinning drum, and they managed to go right in on the side and underneath Toron, and that's all it took. Real shame we didn't get to see that spinning bar come into play a little more, but they are out immediately. That's the thing about concussion. It can get underneath everything. It's quite, it's quite low down to the ground. Everything's yeah. angled. It has good speed behind it. So when it really goes up to you, you end up going up and over it. And that's where that toothed drum just starts grinding on you from underneath. Toron, dead immediately. So it ends up between three robots. Yeah. Chimera 2, Concussion, and Thor. And Thor can eat shots with that front plate. Thor is very comfortable in this match. Mm. They don't have... Well, I say they. Jason himself is one person. He's the one man He does team. not have to do much, really. But he does give it a hell of a go anyway. They get a couple of smashes off on Chimera 2, but one of which actually misses. That's right. And then the arm of the axe sort of hits the frame and then just sort of bends slightly. Yeah, he ends up bending the axe's arm a little bit, which is not exactly what you want. No, a bend is a weak spot. In a that's, bar, yeah, so, exactly. That's yeah. where it's. There's now a weak spot in that length of metal, which is mm. not great when that whole point of that piece of metal is to very quickly impact something. Exactly. So at the end of it, four and concussion are through. Was it Chimera Two? I think takes a hit from concussion, but I will say concussion. They're down to one wheel by the end of it, and they mm-hmm. didn't really take much damage from other people. No, no. This is a ongoing problem now from concussion is losing a wheel in a match and having drive issues whilst exactly. the weapon keeps going. I don't think the weapon ever dies for them, which is incredible considering I think that's what we see from almost every spinner of every kind all the time is uh, the spinner's dead, that motor's yeah. gone now they can only push. Credit to Chimera 2, they may not have made it through, but they have a bot that looks perfectly fine by the end of it yeah. as opposed to what happened last year <laughs> Both wheels are on. The weapon's still on. It Everything's looks there. fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just a shame they uh, there's like a bit of a beating and it stopped functioning. With four and concussion, they kind of just didn't have much luck in their starting battle there. Two big, heavy hitters. Big time. Heavy, heavy hitters. Obviously, you couldn't predict what concussion were going to do as they were new, but four, you already knew, were so strong. Yeah. In four and concussion, they're our first two through. Then takes us to our next four-way which is Foxic versus Expulsion versus Heavy Metal versus Mr. Speed Squared with Sir Killer Lot. How fast does the pit open in this match? Well, the first thing I wrote in my notes for this match is pit button. <laughs> Who hits it? I don't even know. I, don't I, don't think, I, think, I, know. I think I blinked. Wild Probably move. Probably Foxic because Foxic was hella fast, I noticed. Yeah, went straight up. Very think, small yeah. machine, Foxic, but still got the weight behind it yeah so the speed it's moving at is incredible it really spins around a lot unfortunately that speed couldn't save it no the fate of foxic it just gets flipped by is it the arena flipper the arena yeah. flipper flips foxic and unfortunately the arm doesn't work can't self-right ends up not being able to self-right which is a shame the weapon just if that arm had worked and it self-righted it could have gone on to contend man what a sudden stop to one of the most talked about bots in the competition. 
well, based on Sonic, he obviously needed a few more rings to take a hit. <laughs> obviously, didn't get any. You take a uh, hit, you die. Reference. Woo, references. <laughs> there you go. Because it's the, you know, yeah, yeah. Get it, there's ring. the stuff of the things. He collects and go ding when you get one. The other thing I noticed is, well, I was thinking, was Mr. Speed Squared actually tested outside of the arena just in terms of movement? Because pretty much straight away, whenever they get their spin at full speed, they're all over the place. When things that fast and heavy spin, it doesn't stay on the wheels anymore. But just in the same way a helicopter, you know, kind of takes off. What word is stronger than wobbly? Wibbly. <laughs> they were wibblying all over <laughs> the place. proper wobbling and wibbling all over the place. But you've got to be able to deal with the forces that it's generating. If anything make a weaker weapon a weapon that can keep going and hitting yep without causing either damage to yourself or your machine to go out of control it's a big issue anyway with high-powered spinners something that doesn't come across on the screen is Mm. once that weapon is up to speed they get harder to control yeah like a lot harder and all of them from concussion to pp3d to mr speed squared because you've got to deal with the forces that's generating. I mean, it doesn't help as well if you're wibbling, wobbling, you're up full speed, and you eat a floor spike. That kind of like, you know... <laughs> like Mr. Speed Squared does. Exactly. Mr. Speed Squared pretty, almost scrapes through this. Takes a lot of damage. I think if Foxic had managed to stay in... They probably would have gone through. There's a good chance. Yeah. Now let's talk about Expulsion's part in this match, because that's kind of important. They got turbo wrecked. What did you say Expulsion's um, definition was? <laughs> being ejected from an organisation they got, they got ejected but I knew they were supposed to be slow unfortunately Expulsion had no speed in that they were still no, they, they didn't pose much of a threat out there if the machine had speed it would have stood some sort of a chance speed of control is what a bot like that needs mm-hmm. where it has vulnerable points sometimes overcomplicating a bot in the weapons department and diminishing all of the more practical things is not a great idea. No. If you take a simpler bot and just focus on the speed and the driving accuracy and things like that, you're usually going to come up on top. Make something that can take a beating, that can move and control easy enough. That's, that's That should be your first bot, yeah. really. Master that and then think about how you're going to stick a really powerful weapon on top of it. So it was a very ambitious bot, but... Great just, idea. Yeah. The whole... It's an awesome idea. I really liked... The sound of the weapon. weapon. And in a one-on-one match, we might have been able to see it work. And hopefully, they will then take that bot into the indies and maybe people will get to see it actually in action properly. But in a four-way, it was just chaos and it didn't stand a chance. Heavy Metal and Mr. Speed squared through. Heavy Metal, they do a decent enough job. They have good control. We didn't even mention them pretty much throughout this. They mostly just sort of run into things. I think the issue is... Foxic kind of ended up accidentally killing himself. Yep. Expulsion never really got going and never got a chance to prove themselves in any respect. And Mr. Mr. Speed, Speed Squared, Squared just did its own thing, just floated went around. Wobble mania. Almost became a drone and started just yeah. flying above just the arena and, and taking off. So whereas the previous one was a very stacked and threatening four-way, this one was more like the bots were just finding their feet. I noted that this one was just a chaotic four-way because I couldn't yeah. really tell. What was, what was going on a lot yeah. of the time. It was yeah. none of them really seemed to be attacking each other. They were more just yeah. slowly 
dying by themselves. Exactly. The, the, the bots were basically fighting in spite of themselves. <laughs> yeah. So it was a very chaotic but entertaining four-way. And they were, you know, it was four great bots, but you put them all in a confined space together and it was just utter chaos. Yep. And it's a shame to see Foxit go out so quickly as well. Again, yeah. You know, it's like, well, we wanted to see more of that. You didn't get your big rematch. Really didn't get my big rematch. I really but wanted to. I suppose to... they did well, face they, Mr. Speed Square. They shared here. an arena, but there was so much going on that it wasn't. It wasn't you know, boring. No. But it was a weird non-fight of a match still. That so is true. It does yeah, keep yeah. to the tradition of Foxic and Mr. Speed Squared should probably avoid being in an arena together. But they're very unconventional when facing each other. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's Something like, goes wrong. Yeah. It's like the unstoppable force and the immovable object meet and then nothing <laughs> happens. It's like, it's like the opposite of that. Mm. The stoppable force meets the movable object. What happened? <laughs> 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 oh dear. So yeah. So Heavy Metal and Mr. Beast Squared are through, which takes us to the one-on-ones. Yes, so Heavy Metal are more damaged than they expected. So coming out of that, the few hits and prods they took did damage them yeah. quite a bit. It seems their um, rotating weapon is already pretty much dead. I think the, the head they had on this gripper thing. Yeah. Could you make any heads or tails of what the actual head of that weapon was supposed to be? God, no. No, I couldn't really tell what that one was supposed to be, but... I think it almost totally came off and got stuck between the rotating arm and mm. the wedge of the bot itself. Four's got some issues as well. He's had to actually take the axe arm off, turn it around and put it back on. The bend is Try a weak spot. The bend, yeah. Exactly. The bend's a weak spot. And uh, if it hits another frame too hard, it could snap in two. Yeah, even even bending it back the other way, you're you're weakening that part. Exactly. That yeah. Point. So it warps it and it just leaves a weak spot. But which brings us to our first one on one, which is four versus concussion, and we get uh, some mini docs, nice little tiny documentaries about them. Four's one's nice, but I just know why. But Jason seems like the nicest guy. <laughs> He's so pleasant and calm and chilled. You you say as we watch footage of him like <laughs> demolishing a house. Yes. Solo. With, but with, with, with like such a, a zen hammer. expression on his face the whole time. <laughs> so he does yeah. to meditate. He yeah. takes the hammer to the bricks. I don't know, if you spent like a couple of hours a day smashing a wall down, afterwards you wouldn't have much pent up rage, <laughs> would you? <laughs> I suppose. Oh, but he's just a great point. guy. And we get the mini doc for concussion, which kind of was like the lineup for a heist movie. Oh, they they were like, and he's the driver. And it was like, he turns awesome. the camera. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. What do you say? It was very Tarantino. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it. really cool. There's such a cool bunch of guys and it was just really nice the way they sort of had like their own little job and it felt like they were like a gang about to rob a bank <laughs> and they all had a different role to play. And in this match, we've got Matilda and Deb Metal. Before we get into the match, mm-hmm. they, we do we get a few updates on the condition of these robots. Mm-hmm. Concussion are already onto a spare motor. <laughs> we've already blown one completely. And we've already, as you already mentioned, Thor's axe in a bit of a situation as well. A bit bent over. Might have to be a bit um, cautious yeah. when and where he uses it. Especially against a spinning drum. If he yeah. launches it down and that drum somehow manages to hit the bar. Can you imagine if he... <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, Jason is a very smart 
roboteer. He's very economical with his axe strikes. You see some axe bots go out there and they're like having a fit. <laughs> they can, you know they, I mean? like, the first thing you see, it goes three, two, one, activate. And all of a sudden you just see axes going everywhere. Yeah. And the other robot hasn't even come near them yet. It's, it's like just... the front row of a Slayer concert. Just like to bring axe heads flying back and forth. But with Jason, he's very economic and picks his moments. And that plays a lot in this episode. One of the best drivers we've seen so far. Absolutely. Especially with this version of Thor. This version of Thor can move so incredibly precisely. Exactly. Which is important for an Xbox because you need the aim. Exactly. Xboxes are half control. Xboxes. Xbox are half control anyway. You could axe a box if you wanted. You could. You could. You could make a box with an axe on it. You could. That's basically what the bot is. <laughs> the bare basics, yeah. Yeah. So the match starts and the uh, pit button gets hit pretty early and we get the rogue house bots or the rogue bots or whatever we're calling them now. Yeah, Thor hits the, the button and the early rogue as bots. Well. Yeah. Dead Metal goes straight for concussion and gets a few good um, chomps with his... It's, um, it's cool sword. because I like when um, Dead Metal grabs someone because he does do a little bit of damage but he doesn't incapacitate them like he could. Yeah, that's true. He does some superficial damage and then throws them back out again. So he controls damage, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Dead Metal, so much more threatening these days, being so big. When yeah. the claws come, you know he's he's got you. Whereas yeah. before, there's a good chance you could just walk out of the claw. Exactly. Grab. Now it's very much, you're surrounded by the claws once you're in front of him. Sit and yeah. wait and hope you don't die. Exactly. I think Concussion already have one wheel I noticed that are struggling. They do get back on to their feet, so to speak. The wheels, both wheels start going, they get yep. a bit more control. But already you notice how one of the wheels, it's, it seems to be almost on and off. Yeah. After a little impact or something, it takes a while for it to, to turn back on almost. I don't know what's happening with They're it. They're losing some control there, aren't they? they? They Yeah, they lose their control a lot in this match. They do get a big hit on Thor, and quite a few of them actually, but yeah. no major damage is done other than we do get CO2 venting from Thor, which means... Yeah, Thor's leaking a lot of gas very early, and uh, sort of concussions sort of pick up on that. They recognise they've got some damage going on. And then we get another button press, and we get rogue housebots again. We do. Okay. Double rogue housebot. Shall we talk about... The randomizer. The randomizer. <laughs> I'm calling it the randomizer. I don't know what anyone else is calling it. Well, it is a randomizer. It's a randomizer. I can confirm... Yeah. The way it works mm-hmm. is before the show, a randomizer was run, and that way the people who were operating everything mm-hmm. knew what way to do it before the matches. So it's random, but decided before the match? It's predetermined random. It is both a work and a shoot. Wow, that's amazing. It's <laughs> didn't, I, didn't I say that was a potential answer to how it worked? That they Maybe. randomly de- had it randomly decided before the match? Yeah. So and is that why when you press the button twice, you tend to get the same result twice? Maybe. Maybe that's just how it randomised. Maybe they randomised an order, or maybe they randomised per match. But yeah, you do yeah. tend to get the same result twice per match, is what we've noticed so far every match, I think, isn't it? So it's not a bloke standing behind it, flipping a coin, and then going, oh, to the right, yeah, more moving important. it to the right. <laughs> more importantly, it's not producers turning around and saying, Rogue house robots so we can control no, the exactly. outcome. It's nothing it's like still that at all. It's it is still fair. It is completely 50/50. fair. It is a totally random thing. Yep. It's just decided beforehand, and they are, the only people who are going to know beforehand are the people who are going to be operating it, who aren't going to tell the roboteers, of course. So 
no one knows what's going to happen mm. other than the people who need to know. Exactly. So Concussion eats the brunt of another Housebot invasion. Yep. Dead Metal again, isn't it? It is Dead Metal again. And even Four gets some shots in whilst well, Dead Metal's wrestling. Well, they're all on Concussion now because this is the point where Concussion and Thor for temporarily, but Concussion primarily, get stuck on the pit. Oh, is this where the pit, what would you call it, cover? Roof? Lid? Trapdoor? The pit, <laughs> the pit is still raised. Yeah. But when you go on the pit, I'm it has the weight to it the because robots. of the weight. Yeah. 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 So you get about an inch or two of arena floor as a step raised almost. as a step. Exactly. So if you're both your bots are on the trap door of the pit, unless you've got some high ground clearance, you're kind of stuck on it. That's a bit of an issue. I mean, there's not much anyone can do about it. These are heavy bots, but it's a bit it's of an just, issue. If, has it happened before? I I, like I've it not hasn't. noticed it. I think this was the, if it has happened before, this was certainly the first time I've noticed it. It was, yeah. First time was a prominent part of the match. Concussion are stuck on the pit and it doesn't look good for them. They're stuck on the pit. They're being eaten alive by the house robots. They're being eaten alive by Thor. Mm-hmm. Thor's got total control. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, Jason gets a little bit overconfident at the end. He goes for just one more shot when he's pretty much had dominance this entire match. At this point, he probably would have got the judge's decision with concussion being half immobile. Even though they Mm. can't get off, I think they're still down to one wheel again. Yeah, yeah. So even if they were off this platform, they may not have been able to move too well anyway. Exactly. Jason just misses. He like... He goes either to ram them mm-hmm. or gets in position for an X yeah. strike. Instead, he goes side on, concussion right in front of them, and concussion just hits him once with like a full speed drum blow, and, and Thor just goes over. Basically, uppercuts Thor into the air. Thor lands on the back, and I'm guessing probably because of the gas canisters leaking out, Thor can't self write. Thor yeah, is capable of self writing, but Not just can't do it. Yeah. Which means that just at the very end, out of the blue, Concussion take the win. An upset win, really. Concussion yeah. over the experienced and, I wouldn't say dominating Thor, not this time round. It was close for uh, moments. But by the end, I'd say it was in fa- favour of Thor, if it was a judge's yeah. decision. Overconfidence, I guess. Just that a brief moment thinking, I'll I, get one more shot in. Maybe he was worried about how 50-50 it was for most of the match. That's a good point. And just wanted to get something that would solidify him yeah. as the definite wanted winner. Wanted a knockout victory. You get the extra yeah. point. You get three points for a knockout victory mm. as opposed to two points for a judge's victory. Yeah. And there was always that chance that all those hits Concussion got on him mm-hmm. would tip the judges in Concussion's favour. I mean, speaking about it now, yep, Concussion got hits off, which essentially disabled Thor's axe. Yep. That's it. That's a big, big blow to Thor. And a lot of the damage Concussion took, arguably, from the house row was. Not Thor. You could argue that Thor's driving was guiding oh, Thor wins Concussion the, um, into Yeah, on control yeah, by yeah. a mile. Yeah, it was a difficult one. And if it had gone to the judges, it would have been a difficult decision. But Concussion with the ultra uppercut finisher. It was a good match. It was a good match. But unfortunately, Concussion's motors are still continuously blowing. Everything's blown on concussion by the time we get it backstage. It has taken a beating in that match. And they've been running it hot. They've been so aggressive that oh, they're, they're overclocking the bot. It's it's a lot of damage to take on board. So they're a bit worried backstage. And rightly so. This is a tough machine to keep uh, to keep going. Yeah. 
I mean, I was there, they're great guys who were constantly working on that machine. Mm. One thing I noticed in general while I was there is most of the machines that were having near permanent work done on them mm-hmm. were spinners of mm-hmm. some form or another. I think that extra motor running at great speeds with a huge disc or drum just adds that that much extra work. Let's move on to our next battle. Mr. Speed Squared versus Heavy Metal. With Sir Killalot. With Sir Killalot. And Shunt. Mr. Speed Squared is apparently in better shape than they originally thought. Yeah. After the four-way, they thought they were in quite bad shape. Turns out everything looks a lot better than it was when they actually took the armour off and had a look inside. It's a very deceiving bot, isn't it? Mm. Like, you're not really sure whether it's in pain or not. The, the look of it, I suppose... It looks unfinished. The aesthetic of it is that of an unfinished, exactly. grimy bot. Yeah. So it's hard to tell if it's something that's been damaged it's, or whether it's supposed to look like. You that. want to ask it where its shell is? Yeah. It's oh, like it's it been had taken out last time, and they had they. Took oh, it you off like to say they had through. to remove it? It was too heavy, wasn't yeah, it? it was yeah. Too, yeah. Yeah. But they did have a shell um, last time round. So what heavy metal does at the beginning of this match, which is great, is charges right at Mister Speed Squared. Perfect counter to a spinner. Yeah. Stop them from being able to spin. Heavy metal are fast and big mm-hmm. and heavy and have a wedge. The wedge can take the spinning blows anyway. Yep. It's actually a very well-made machine to face against a spinner at heavy metal if it wasn't for the wheels. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The wheels are a big issue. If those wheels were covered in some way, it would be even smaller and covered underneath the robot. Yeah. It could be a really, really strong design for facing spinners. Well, I mean, they were going for control, weren't they? Like you say, if they just had some cover or some sort of protection. But there's not to worry about it here. They're very aggressive. They've got Mr. Speed Squared on the run, literally. Yeah, Speed Squared cannot get up to, nope. uh, to speed at all. They're getting pushed around. Some tactical retreat, yeah, going on here. Heavy Metal. Pit gets opened. Heavy Metal kind of, at first, not sure how to get him into the pit. It slowly evolves into just a suicide charge. Spears them right into the pit. Mm-hmm. Speed square landing first. Yeah, battle royal rules. Uh, it's whoever's feet touch first, and clearly Mr. Speed Squared went in the pit first, and therefore they're the losers. Heavy metal, decisive, dominating victory. They acted as a push bot. Basically. Exactly. Yeah, and it yeah. worked very, very well against Mr. Speed Squared. Mr. Speed Squared. They may have said they weren't having issues, but they sure as hell are now. Yeah. They can't deny it at this point. Shunt's put some holes in them as well. Yeah, yeah. Shunt got um, big, big damage off, that actually. ridiculously powerful axe. The house bots have seriously been boosted so much. Since the original series, it's it's just so much better seeing them this way because we've said it a hundred times before, but they don't have to be as featured because the few moments where they are featured in a fair way, they do such a huge amount of damage and yeah. all of them are as threatening as what Sakilalot originally was exactly it's not just the Sakilalot show anymore Shunt's axe goes straight through Mr. Speed Squared and does a big what is there a huge hole in there really noticeable yeah, yeah. pockets them with holes mm-hmm. it's an awesome weapon now and uh, we go backstage and we get a little segment from Mr. Noel Sharkey Professor Noel Sharkey Professor Professor Noel Sharkey. Sharkey. I'll have you no Mr. Noel Sharkey he doesn't listen to that <laughs> They will be getting an angry tweet. Tells us about how robots are going to save us. Yeah, saving the world of robots. Yeah. Which is, you know, difficult when it's wedged into a show about robots destroying. But it's like he said, it's making new engineers who understand this stuff, who could then go on to get jobs making robots that can actually do all kinds of interesting things, like the 
pollinating robot bees. That was the most interesting one to me as well. Like a bee robot that can pollinate. That's an awesome idea, especially given the current situation. And like you say, there's young children in the audience who are going to build a robot, but whilst building a robot, they'll discover engineering and... They'll learn how to build these robots. And they're going to learn how to build very sturdy robots that can take a beating as well. Exactly. Which is going to be important when you think of drones. and Well, you think of things like, let's say, robots that have to go plant. He mentioned ones that plant stuff, like farming robots. You've got to have these robots able to cope with the weather. Yeah, exactly. The environment around them, you know, it's... They've got to be durable and they've got to last because they'll be expensive. Okay, so that was a nice little segment. Save the world. Save the world with robots and Noel Sharkey. Heavy metal versus concussion. Interesting match on paper. Heavy metal just had a very decisive victory against a spinner. Concussion had a close thought upset against Thor. Constant control issues of concussion. Heavy metal probably looked like the stronger option going into it. They do. Especially with concussions, prior injuries going well, in. They have basically used up all of their time and have had to speedily put the robot back together in the hopes that it's going to be running properly in this match. So the match kicks off, Dead Metal and Matilda, by the way, and Heavy Metal very early on eats some serious drum shots. Concussion are working brilliantly. Yeah. Considering how we just got told how much they're struggling to get this machine uh- in full working confident working order i was expecting a non-starter part of me was expecting a full non-starter right there i can see why but they charge in they dish out the drum shots one of which is so badass that heavy metal has its wheel broken clean off and launched out the arena and launched out the arena was it launched out the arena well it got launched in the air no yeah you're right it got launched out of camera view (laughs) Basically, it, it it went it went far it went far away. Easy win for concussion, dominant win for concussion. This mm-hmm. is how it's supposed to look in battle right yeah. here, and it did really really well. This is that one punch knockout power that you get from a really decent drum, and this is the perfect match for them right now because they are working really hard to get everything repaired. Mm-hmm. They weren't one hundred percent confident that everything was going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. An easy win means they can go straight back onto working on their robot without having to worry much about repairing anything they've already repaired. Exactly. There's n- there's not really much else to say about it. it- Heavy metal uh, needs the re- the wheel re welding onto mm-hmm. it and where it's welded on. It's always a- been a weak spot. Now we're starting to see why the wheels are a weak spot. They may not be tired. The wheel itself relatively durable but you can even see why some people go over tires because these wheels on heavy metal are being warped and having chunks taken out mm-hmm. of and when they're out of shape you're going to struggle to move properly they're not going to go in a straight line then are they no because there's little bumps and cracks and pieces missing from the wheel another knockout victory for concussion well that's what you expect from a spinner um spinner drum spinner it's called concussion and it's knocking things out exactly it's- exactly what it's named to do is what it says in the tin takes us to our next match which is four versus mr speed squared with a- sir killer lot and dead metal a rematch from last year oh yeah which thor dominated this time thor dominates yep i mean pretty much four immediately axes mr speed squared to death another really quick match mm-hmm. we said 
earlier on that this is oh, full of loads of really close matches. It's actually full of quite a few one-hit KOs as well. There's a couple of one-hit KOs. It felt longer because some of these matches are really long. Especially in this series, we're we're getting used to one-hit knockouts and we're seeing a lot of matches where it's simply a case of who's going to get their hit first. But this has been such a varied bunch that we're seeing some matches where it could go either way, some that over halfway through and then some that go for ages. This was not one that went for ages though, no. No, no, not at all. I think two hits from Thor Yeah, kills Mr. Speed Squared. Mr. Speed Squared barely did anything to begin with. They might have already been dead by the time they were hit. (laughs) It cuts to uh, their team in the box, in the driver's box, and you can see them recognising just how good Jason is of a driver, where they're just like, whoa. Oh, is this the one where Jason comes in and he he sort of turns and skids into place? He literally Tokyo drifts his way into the fire. It's incredible. To a perfect axe blow. I've never seen anything like it. It's it's such a good driver. Such good control to do that. You have to have really good spatial awareness as well. I'd love to see him drive a Formula One car at this rate. But yeah, that match is overdone. Boom. So speaking of what we were speaking about just a second ago, in regards to a lot of matches starting to take a little bit longer now, especially Mm -hmm. in this episode, do you think it's the counter spinner? Yeah, efforts because almost every, like we said, almost every robot now seems is either a spinner or has a way to counter it. Exactly, we're seeing really thick front plates. Spinners are the one-hit knockout crew, really. I mean, if you're going to do it with a flipper, you're going to have to be able to get underneath them, guide them to the gap, and flip them out. You need to be eruption and be very good on the control. Exactly, but with spinners, all you have to do is charge with that one big shot. But with things like heavily armoured front plates, no one's getting that one-hit knockout power right now. No, not in this episode much at all. Concussion have, sort of. It's more like they've had to have a more precise blow as opposed to just a one-hit KO. Exactly. But then you look at four versus concussion earlier, and that was a long old match that went on and could have gone either way for ages. And we're talking about a drum spinner versus an axe bot. It's great. It makes for better viewing. Yeah, it's tense. Very it's tense. tense. Viewing. Well, concussion up again against the other spinner, Mr. Speed Squared. Okay. So, Mr. Speed Squared. They, Do they their start best to spin helicopter and they spin some more. And then, I'm not 100% sure, but they might have travelled through time due to spinning. Pit opens up somehow. I'm not sure because I'm too busy laughing, wiping the tears from my eyes. It's almost like after how Mr. Speed Squared started to spin like a penny on its side <laughs> without actually doing much else. Concussion the robot almost looks at it like, what's going on? It's like, how do you attack that? Maybe it's the <laughs> ultimate defence, really, because like, I can't what go near you- it because it's freaking out so much. What do you do against that? Oh, that was so cool. It was so cool to see. To their credit, after seeing that, I thought, well, they've killed themselves. Still running. Does not stop. No. Exactly. The Keeps weapon going. is gone. Yeah. yeah. The weapon is dead. Yeah. Uh, the spinner won't spin anymore, but they are still moving. So with the pit open... Clever of them, by the way. They knew their spinner was gone, so they knew their best chance of a knockout victory. They had to go for the pit. Exactly. Uh, there were times where both of them nearly went in the pit... They got within inches. I think it cut to the concussion team going, whoa, 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 back, 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 back. But they had to back it up away from it. It's a mixture of a bit of an experience, because they've not driven in robot combat before they're new to it, and drive issues mm-hmm. mixed together. I mean, they're almost driving themselves into the pit a lot. Mm-hmm. But I think they took some 
pages out of four's handbook later in this match because they sort of hand Mr. Speed Squared over to Deb Metal twice yeah. to get some easy early damage in. In fact, uh, no, it goes to Sir Killalot as well, who does what can only be dubbed as the Frisbee Throw. <laughs> the mightiest F5. He's almost tips over spinning before he finally lets go. It's, it's awesome to see. Big, big damage to Mr. Speed Squared, who's still surviving. And still it, ticking over, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, it turns yeah. out the running theory, well, what happened more than the running theory, the running theory at the time, mm. concussion can't really do damage to the main bot of Mr. Speed Squared because the whole thing is surrounded by its weapon. Mm. They're just constantly hitting the weapon all the time. So as soon as they charge at it, connect with the weapon, Mr. Speed Squared goes bouncing off as it does, mm-hmm. but just keeps on ticking. The weapon's taken the brunt of the impact. Yeah. The weapon's already dead. So it's not like Concussion are gaining anything from hitting the weapon anymore. No. And Concussion are working so hard that they're starting to smoke. Probably another motor gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they have to have a motor ready for every fight. I know, because they, they run it so hot. It's They play very aggressive, which is really smart to do. But man, is it taking its toll on the bot. It needs one hit knockout. It really really does, yeah. It's going for that and then ended up in long battles. But nonetheless, it does win. Via judge's decision. But they're both running by the end of it. Mm -hmm. And God, it's like two tired, old, beaten up (laughs) boxers at the end of it. It was, wasn't it? They're just barely swinging at each other, barely able to move. Just desperately trying to get those last shots. It's almost a mercy that the... (laughs) The buzzer went, the buzzer at, the went end, yeah. at the end and it was time for the judge's decision. But it was clearly in favour of concussion that much. So that throws concussion into the finals and it throws uh, the good doctor from Mr. Speed Squared into engagement, apparently. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bet, essentially bet a marriage on it. On, I don't know. His, his thing was, if I lose, I will propose. Now, was that does that mean he had very little confidence in himself or a lot of confidence in himself? Can't figure it out. <laughs> That's a good that guy's point. a mystery. I suppose it was a case of things will go well either way. Yeah. There you go. You yeah, lose, you got that. You win, you get the win. You got the Robot Wars trophy. That seems fair. And takes us to our next match, which is four versus heavy metal. And four has busted out the original style axe hammer. The more blunt, heavy yeah. axe, as opposed to the more sharp Axe-like axe. Exactly. This was slightly more hammer-like. With Matilda and Dev Metal, four can get underneath heavy metal. Yes. Which is interesting. You never yes. really think about four's... Uh... Ground clearance. Yeah. But he's got it. Interesting, because heavy metal are the wedge, so they're the ones that want to get under you. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they can't really get under Thor in the same way Thor can get under them. Yeah. Heavy metal is dodging as well as they can, but the little pieces of rubber... They're attached to the metal. The little traction wheels. bits. Yeah. They keep falling off. And as they slowly they fall, all off, fall off, they rain down all over the arena. Oh, it was such a mess. Mm-hmm. They, got the, they got the big broom out and everything. to yep. there. And I think a lot of those pieces were given away as pieces of robot. <laughs> That's for cool, fans, nice. which is cool. That's nice. But for very smart way of playing, it doesn't want to get, doesn't want to risk eating an injury. So it sort of leads them to Matilda. Sort of nudges them in Matilda's direction. Which and then is Matilda easy. does the work. Yeah. It's easy for Thor as well, because now that they've lost all the traction on their wheels, mm-hmm. heavy metal can't control nearly as well as they were before. They can't push back. They're so, sliding yeah. about it all exactly. over the place. Metal on metal. It's not 
not working well. In fact, and I don't know whether this is on purpose, Four ends up pushing them damaged wheel first towards Matilda. Because Matilda... Like, if you look at it... Because mm. when I first saw this, I thought, oh, Matilda's big flywheel launched the wheel off of, of heavy metal. Yeah. You watch the slow motion replay, mm. and it's actually m- more tragic, really, for heavy metal. <laughs> what happened? So Thor push them into Matilda. Mm-hmm. Matilda, the flywheel hits sort of, doesn't mm-hmm. really do much. What really happens, by the looks of it, is Thor gently walks into the wheel, and the wheel just comes no. off with it. Oh, no. In the motion of Thor gently prodding it. So it was literally hanging on by a thread. I think so. Because the way it looked was that Matilda's butt had like got involved and sort of... There's a good chance it. the impact of that, plus Thor hitting the wheel itself, would have knocked it off. But from the slow motion replay, it looks like Thor gently pokes the wheel and it just rolls away and it's done. It looks spectacular, though. It's That's great. Awesome little... That is going to be one of those slow-mo replays they can throw into, like intros and you don't highlight think reels of thor <laughs> taking a wheel off a robot no, off a bot not just like puncturing something or anything like but full-on removing it and post-match matilda <laughs> makes short work of the wheel i mean yeah. it's heavy metal are out so it's not yeah. like it's oh unfair or anything this is to they please the crowd out. yeah have a bit of fun the wheel gets Absolutely launched by Matilda. Gets nuked. That's quite a good shot, really. Yeah. Good running by Heavy Metal. Unique, different robot design. Their weapon almost immediately went, which means they were left with essentially a wedge push bot mm-hmm. with exposed wheels. And they did pretty good. Really? You think about how how yeah. they did overall. Exactly. And the team were pretty cool as well. He had that weird mask he was just sort of hanging out in. <laughs> the mask, the, yeah. the little inflatable guitars. guitars yeah. You know, go, if you've got a theme for your robot, go with it. Why yeah, not? It definitely. makes you memorable, doesn't it? Exactly. Not Very everyone's nice. going to be as badass as Thor, but you can You can, you can a, try. You can have a brand. <laughs> <laughs> which gives us our finalist, which is Thor versus Concussion. Which was <laughs> your original prediction that you I changed. I know, and then I changed it. Wait, does that mean that... Um... You clearly Chris is guaranteed points. Ah, oh, Damn. Falling behind. Oops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Should have gone with your gut instinct. Well, yes. Well, I wanted like... to mix it up. Didn't want to... I can't pick the exact same picks as somebody. That's what this cost you now. It's cost me big. It's cost, it was cost a gamble you. that cost me big. Yeah, it is, yeah. So four charges straight at them, as is the best way to deal with something that spins. Interrupt it before it picks up speed. Yeah, but it's a game of control, actually. I think this, this whole match is how it starts. Mm-hmm. Concussion are getting hits, but the damage don't doesn't really seem to be there. Well, they're both taking some hits, but they're not... I mean, Concussion doesn't she- seem to be showing much weakness. That's a good point Thor's as well. going at all angles, but just can't seem to find a way around Thor, it. I, he seems to be trying to push them around a bit. Mm. He keeps taking blows from Concussion, yeah. but they don't seem to be doing much. You could argue neither of them are really showing... Mm any weakness no. or both of them are showing weakness in the form of their weapons and their matching Con- yeah concussions spinner isn't really doing damage to thor for leak gas quite early on very early and on. therefore has to be very very conservative with the axe shots which yeah. means there's not many axe shots happening but that does lead to an awesome moment where they're fairly certain they've got thor's weapon 
out of action. Then they manage to flip four, and they think, well, that's got to be it now. Jason is smarter than that. He has saved all of his axe power up, just in case, and flips, self-rights himself using the axe. What's best about this is you've got this legend versus newcomer Mm. vibe going on. Yeah. And their first match against each other ends when the newcomer flips him over. But now, in their rematch, the exact same thing happens. But ah, Thor's not going to fall for the same trick twice. Goes manages to self-right. It's a cool moment that we almost got the same finish, but Thor had a solution this time. Jason is smart. Awesome moment. Proves that that spinning drum still has a lot of power left in it as well, even if it's not getting through Thor's armor very effectively. And they sort of deadlock each other for just a bit with Thor's front plate interrupting the drum and sort of locking itself in there. And they just sort of like, they're like two, I don't know, what's an animal with... A spinning drum on its face and <laughs> another one of an axe. Or, I don't know, I was going to say antlers interlocked. Yeah, bulls, two, two bulls, bulls facing each other and yeah. they just can't, neither one's winning. Exactly, they're just pushing at each other and seeing if the other one will give up. That's such a crazy fight. I say through most of it, concussion seemed to be in control. They are getting more hits off. The fight ends with them both just battling it out on the flame pit. That's where the time yeah. goes. And the timer buzzes, yeah. What an amazing match. Thor, great survivability. Yeah. Keeps on going throughout and get, takes so many blows from concussion that never take it even close to being out other than the flip. Yeah. But in terms of actual damage, it never really gets taken out at all. Concussion, though, we're getting more damage off. I think... The reason our winner at the end of the night is concussion is because was any damage done to concussion there, really? No, not really. You could match them for control. It might even favour concussion there, but overall you could match them for control. You could match them for aggression. Mm -hmm. But then it comes to damage then. That's the last um, category that gets points. Concussion are going to win there. They got, even if superficial. It was very aggressive and their drum held out. The robot held out? Yeah, they got that uppercut. I mean, even if for self-rights, the fact is, there was a pretty solid hit. It was really close. Really, really, really close. But the judges went with the correct choice for concussion winning. The brand new bot with no experience. The rookie team with the brand new bot. Against multiple returning bots and Mm -hmm. returning teams. Yep. The brand new one goes through. Amazing, isn't it? The young, upcoming, plucky baby face. It's like a family comedy drama from the 90s, isn't it? <laughs> it's great. Yeah. And Thor doing the right thing, going out on his back, putting over the younger talent. Just as you should. As you should. With two yep. classic matches, with some great spots. Oh, the last match was five stars, easily. It was, it was, easily. A, it was, it was a, great. It went the distance. It went all the yeah. way. Really, really strong match, that last one. It Such was. a strange episode overall when you think about it. Though. I think it tonight's episode would have appealed more to Robot Wars fans than people who had just tuned in. The more hardcore yeah. fan base, yeah. the people who really are into it and have followed a, like even live events and stuff. Yeah. Because you've got a lot of really interesting matches here. You've got a lot of interesting stuff regarding control, trying exactly. to counter each other. There was a lot of skill on display tonight. It wasn't just big explosive five second moments and then that's it it wasn't a spectacle episode no it was a 
like you say, a skill episode. Yeah. But it was a cool episode. Awesome. I think it was very enjoyable still. Let's get to the points. So, Ben. Well. What have you done now? (laughs) Where does that put me in points? Unfortunately, Ben, you get no points this time around. Because concussion won. If you stuck with your original, you'd have got two points. No, you'd got one point because you predicted thought a win. Unfortunately, you get zero. Ukulele Chris gets one point for his losing finalist winning the match. Meaning, you are now two for two. Oh, it's It's, intense. It's an even match. It's it's even and it's halfway through. And that's really quite fitting for this episode because there are quite a lot of very close (laughs) even matches going on. The real drama's (laughs) happening here, man. (laughs) Yeah, the real drama's (laughs) happening in the world of podcasts. Oh, yeah. So what do you give that episode? I thought it was amazing. I saw some of the best driving performances, some really unique bots, some returning legends, some legends in the making, definitely some moments that could easily be put into any highlight reel. I'm going to have to go with, I think this might be another, I'm going to go with four and a half Philippa Foresters in this one. Four and a half. You rated better than last Mm -hmm, episode. mm -hmm. This is a four and a half that this one was. We're still searching for that elusive five-star episode, but that was definitely... Well, you saw the preview for the next two episodes, yeah, including exactly. the, uh, the big rematch is coming. The one everyone's talking about. So what did you give the episode? It would be boring and give it another four. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. It's, there's a lot of really good, strong episodes this time around. It's a really consistently good series. It is. Yes, there wasn't the destruction of last time. No. But that's not always what we're looking for. And there there was still some pretty destructive moments. There was. And there wasn't any drama, but we're not looking for drama. Not that kind of no. drama. We're looking for the drama where there's are oh, they gonna get the bot the ready in of, time. Yeah, the kind of drama we saw last odds. week isn't going to boost an episode up a point no. in our in our eyes. That's not what we're rating it on. Exactly. Although interesting backstage goings on can make it certainly more entertaining. Yeah. It's a mixed, it's a, it's a tough one. It's a mixed bag there. But this was a strong, fun episode. There was so many great robots. The concussion team, I said great guys. Had a chat with them while I was there. Always working really, really, really hard and trying <laughs> to get that machine running. But always had the time to talk as well, which is cool. Yeah. I had a really good chat with the expulsion guys. From the uh, from the school, mm-hmm. and they were in great spirits even after performing miserably. <laughs> <laughs> but they've learned from it, and exactly it's a new innovative design. There's only one way to test it: you got to try it. It didn't work this time, but they've got something new, and they could, if they can ride off the original idea and keep it going, all they need is a faster robot. And immediately, mm-hmm. they're in a better position. Heavy Metal, I think, took a lot of people by surprise. I don't think people were expecting Heavy Metal to get so far and do pretty damn decently. The yeah. wheels were the weakness in the end. Yeah. If those wheels were covered up a bit... They could have kept going. Yeah. They had a, essentially, without the wheels, a sturdy wedge bot. A sturdy wedge that could push things around and keep control. Maybe that'll be their next design, man. Maybe. What about Mr. Speed Squared's Utter Chaos? It really is chaos, isn't it? It's unpredictable crazy bot full body spinner that can't handle its own weapon just goes nuts and it was it was working you know it was it was a way of defending itself was just by going crazy i just don't know whether 
full-body spinners. I was going to say, I don't know if they're worth it, but they've been successful before. They just don't seem to be having much success these days. You need a pretty decent centre of gravity. Do you know what I mean? To to hold it to the ground. The weight distribution needs to be really, really well managed. Yeah. But I'm sure if you can, it'll be perfect because the weapon itself actually does a really good defence even when it wasn't spinning. So clearly there is a lot in there. And we've had... Very, very successful full-body spinners in the past. I'm sure there are very successful full-body spinners out there elsewhere. Mm-hmm. It's just a self-destructive machine uh, that requires a lot of repairing and has a lot of warping yeah. going going on, especially with the, the weapon being, like I said, full-bodied. When it warps and stuff, there's a lot of risk of it doing even minor damage, but still damage to the rest of itself. Who else did we have for... Still great. <laughs> Not the destructive yeah. powerhouse it used to be, but it didn't really have the opportunity to be. I think it was a case of it being weaker by any any means. But the control and performance from Jason. Oh, Absolutely just, top of the range. It's could have poetry. Taken, could have taken that last match. It was so close. I think if he was fighting anyone other than Concussion, he could have taken it. Yeah. Well, he did. With the other robots. Yeah. He beat him. That's it. It was just if it wasn't Concussion that got to the finals as well. His weakness was yeah. Concussion in, yeah. this, in this episode, unfortunately. That it was. Of course, you had Chimera too, unfortunate. But they've progressed that little bit. They haven't got destroyed Robot this time. Exactly. They're next, getting better. Next time, they'll get through the yep. four-way. And then after that, if they keep going, eventually they'll win. I fully expect that. <laughs> I reckon they'll build their way Chimera 7 up. is going to be your champion <laughs> it's one gonna day. It's going to be the one. <laughs> And it'll look ridiculous. It'll just keep getting more and more refined and crazy looking. <laughs> Toron, another one where it's a shame we didn't see more because I like the look of that robot. I really like the look of Toron and I was especially disappointed. That's one I really want to see return because I want to see its potential. Yeah. Now that they've uh, had the practice, now that they've seen what can go wrong after an impact, we'll see what they can do. Foxic, another one. Oh, Foxic. Oh dear. I was so desperate to see more of Foxic. It's so cool. I love the robot. I love the design. I love things having a, a brand and a look. It's yeah, exactly. And it just if it's self righted and managed to make its way back round, it could have kept going. It just had bad luck. Think of the cool matches it could have had, say Foxic versus Thor, the control exactly. game there. Would Thor's hammer even have gone reach down, down reached down far enough? Because Foxic, Foxic is low on the floor. It's small and low. Yeah. Foxic would have just got under everything. It's a really cool design in that respect. Definitely it's is. Taking a push slash lifter bot to the next level, making yeah. it so small and compact, but its size and speed is its defense. No, I think there could have been some really cool matches. I think Foxic potentially could have beaten Concussion. Yeah. If it could get underneath it. The speed. Yeah. The, the only thing Concussion were good at is even when they were lacking control is they were always kept that weapon forward facing mm-hmm. every single time. Yeah. So, so like you, you couldn't, couldn't approach them. You couldn't approach them, but no. Foxic may have just been the one that was fast enough. Yeah. We'll never Oof, know. We unless it happens next time, in which case we will. We can only hope Foxic comes back next year and has a bit more luck. I'm going to write this one down to bad luck for Danby. Next year, hopefully, will be Foxic's year. To get to the finals. Hopefully. But they've all got to be accepted first. There's always those there's limited spaces. In that is true. Wars. Yeah. It's, it's tough. You've got to pick between the old and the new. And some people just can't come back. I hope that isn't the case with Foxic, though. I'd mm. love to see Foxic again. It's one of those ones I just I keep feeling like yeah. it should be it should be a grand finalist at some point. Really should be. Anything more to say about this episode? It was great. 
it was literally a display of skill and technique. Apart from Mr. Speed Squared, which was a display in going absolutely crazy. Pure chaos. <laughs> and then after the episode, like you say, get a little things to come real. And they do hint at some clashes. Apollo, Carbide, on the same heat. What? Yep, that's heat five. That's two weeks time. Oh my God. Still got a way to wait. We've they also- know what they're doing, don't they? We've also got... Well, if you if you notice, mm-hmm. you see a little bit of footage of Apollo attempting to flip Sir Killalot, the mm-hmm. only per, the only house robot hasn't been a victim yet, mm-hmm. and a lot of other crazy stuff going on. It's going to be so spinners cool. Spinners facing spinners. Yeah, there's a lot of spinners coming up. Actually, now that I think about it, yeah, these next couple of episodes, I think next week is very spinner central. Actually, nice. so if you're into spinners and destruction, it's coming. Oh, and I finally made it on TV. Oh yeah. Also, your face is on TV. Yep. If you go on our Twitter, you're going to see that. Please do not request any autographs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm busy enough as it is editing the podcast. <laughs> Just a quick wave in the street, and I'll I'll give you the nod. But anything else? Sorry, I I just don't have <laughs> time for you. It's all going to your head a bit, isn't it? So, uh, this fame is tough, man. This fame is tough. <laughs> the fame game. The, the struggle is real. How long was I there? Maybe three <laughs> seconds. I think all combined was about 0.45 seconds. How many, how, how many seconds have you been on telly then? Less. <laughs> <laughs> but your face came out and it was like, and there he goes, but <laughs> Yeah, it was. I just looked sort of confused a bit. I think the position I was in, I couldn't actually see Chimera 2. So I was just there pretending to look interested. Before oh, I could dude. actually see it when everyone else wandered off and I could actually go and look at it a bit more. It's <laughs> such a shame. Oh, that's a shame. So, uh, signing off, we have a Twitter, as we mentioned just now, which is podcast activate. No, no, it's no. not. Damn it. Oh my. At. You used to be so good. At podcast activate. What happened in a week? I don't know. I forgot all of our social media and electronic communication ways at podcast activate because somebody's already got activate podcast and we're not better about it at all email activate podcast at gmail.com which is correct that is correct that is correct if you email or tweet us anything we'll read it out if you've got your predictions tweet them to us we'll read them out as well it's interesting to see what bots people go with Mm-hmm. You know, their fan favourites or their outside the box possibles, you know, just send it our way. And we will catch you during the next one. Next week for Spinner City, the movie. <laughs> Spinner City 2, Electric Boogaloo. We need to make a horror film based around a spinner robot. That goes rogue and out of control and is cutting people off. <gasps> oh my up. god, it actually, yeah, oh. it's made and it's just in robot competition. And it's like and they then... use experimental AI technology to try and make it the best spinner ever. <laughs> and but then it, it goes nuts. Alive. And then everyone's having to like run away from it down corridors. And they like think they escape. Death so like, yeah. it's not here, surely. And then you just hear... That is brilliant. <laughs> okay, you heard it here first. We're gonna have to throw that together. Yeah, that needs that needs to happen. That is getting a right. Spinner movie. Okay, a spinner horror movie is also gonna be a side project. 
and we will catch you at the next episode. Bye.